I'd like to thank the Lord again for being in his house, uh, for his blessings and his privilege. And I thank the Lord for each one that's come. Glad to have you tonight. And I thank the Lord for each one that's uh, watching and listening on the live stream. It's good to be here. I have a scripture uh, as I prayed about what to read for tonight's opening. This came on my heart. And uh, very often used scripture and very powerful and uh, very relevant. Uh, this is in Second uh, Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14. And God gives this message through his prophet. He said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. That's not just a promise here a thousand years ago. This is still a promise today. And uh, wow, what a scripture. And to sum this up in, in one sentence in my own words, if we'll just obey the Lord, God will help us. He'll take care of things. Let's all stand for just a moment as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you, God, for your word. It encourages us and directs us and gives us information and helps us, tells us what we need to do and uh, what will happen if we follow your will. Uh, God, help us uh, to look to you and to obey you and to trust you. And God, and we know that you'll take care of things that we can't take care of that's too big for us to handle. And God, we pray for service tonight. And again, God, we pray that you just uh, speak through the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, call to people's hearts. And uh, Lord, we, uh, you know our hearts. You know we have people that are on our heart that uh, we have a, a burden and a longing to see them get saved. And some, Lord, that uh, we have a burden to see them really get in and get on fire. And so we pray for those things, God, and we ask it in Jesus' name. And amen. You be seated. We turn over to Brother Taylor in the choir. Page 287.
page 134. 134.
thank the Lord for those good songs. I'm glad my name's written there. Well, it's good. Good to be here. Good to see each person. We've got a nice crowd again. Glad to have everybody, especially any visitors. I thank the Lord for the choir singing. And uh, let's all stand for just a moment. <clears throat> Who'd have unspoken requests? Just raise your hand. Amen. And uh, if you have a request on your heart, something to say, uh, do that. Follow the Lord. Anything that's on your heart. All right. All right. Pray for that cousin. Appreciate that request. Someone else. before I think that uh, preacher Clopas Shackleford died and uh, really pray for his family He's down in the Hamilton area close to Cincinnati and uh, Brother Clopas uh, pastored a good church down at Cherry Valley Baptist Church and remember that church because I know besides his immediate family his church family has to be grieving very very deeply for him and uh, his funeral is going to be down there in Fairfield at uh, 12 o'clock Tuesday. And I just argue prayers for them, I just argue prayers for me. Uh, they've asked me to preach that funeral, and so I'm very honored, but I, you know, I want the, I want the Lord to move. And uh, I'd like to be, be a help to somebody. And uh, so really, really pray. Pray for this service tonight. Anyone else have one? Amen. Remember that. Someone else? I know Hannah requested a prayer for him this morning, but uh, I feel like just reiterating that uh, our Uncle Larry, oh. uh, he was here for the Christmas play. Right. And yeah. uh, I, if the church could, I'd really like them to pray for him. Now, you know, I, I could leave this earth before him, but just on right. the natural sense, he's, he's older. Right. And so if, if things work out how they naturally do, he doesn't have a lot of time. Right. Amen. Great, great request. And let's pray tonight that God speaks to people's hearts. Everyone that's in need, pray that God speak powerfully to the hearts. Now, I believe God will do that. If we pray and ask God, I believe God will do that. Now, once that happens, it's up to the person being talked to to take that step and come to the Lord. God doesn't make us come. Uh, he doesn't drag us to him. But he tenderly invites us and with great love and great power. And so let's just pray that way now. Any others? Like church, remember Esther, good, good Amen. Remember that, remember Brother Esther. Sure do that. Someone else? Any others? Great prayer request. 
I really appreciate these heartfelt prayer requests. There's a great need. Anybody else? Not much, Brother Bill ready to lead some prayer. Let's keep praying, church, and obey the Lord. Uh, who'd feel like singing for us tonight? If you got a song on your heart, uh, we'd sure like to hear it. Just follow the Lord. Just come sing whatever God's give you to sing, or say whatever God's give you to say. Obey Him. Let's pray for Him. Appreciate that song and the singer. Anyone else got one? Anybody? I'll give you time if you got one to follow. If not, pursuing we're going to look to the preacher. And uh, we appreciate all our preaching brothers. I'm glad to have Trey visiting with us. Ain't nothing get to be here a lot, but I appreciate when he gets to be here. And uh, I asked him earlier, uh, we were before church started, and he was over our visit, and I came over by him and said, Have you got your Bible? He said, Yeah. He thought I need to look up, so I know. I said, You might need it. <laughs> and I gave him a little warning. He said, Well, I don't know, but I'll pray. And so I'm going to look to him, ask him to come if he's got anything at all on his heart, I want him to share it with us. And, I want to pray for him and the Lord bless him and use him. And uh, uh, if you're here tonight, whoever you are, whatever your case is, if God speaks to your heart, I really would appreciate you obeying the Lord. And you will appreciate you obeying the Lord once you do. Uh, you'll say, well, I'm glad I did that. And uh, at least that's everybody I've ever talked to said that. I, I've never talked to anybody in my whole life that said they followed the Lord and regretted it. Everybody ever follow the Lord? So boy, I'm glad I did that. So, all right, one more question. Anybody else have a song? All right, if not, we're going to turn over the tray. Come ahead. I say it's good to be here tonight. I'm... I just kind of got what I needed and, and trying to find a scripture. You pray out and maybe just testify for a minute. And, and uh, I sure have enjoyed getting to, to be home just for a little while and uh, 
seems there, there comes seasons in life where we, we travel and we're just here and there and, and back and forth. Um, and, and there's a spiritual connection to that. There's uh, in this life, naturally, before I was saved, my, it seemed like I just wandered. But when the Lord saved me, he anchored me in him, and I've, I've not ever been moved since then. And I'm movable, but the Lord is unmovable. And it says we, we search for a, a foundation uh, whose builder maker is God, and it's unmovable. I'm glad for that foundation in the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, is it okay if I ask for a song still? I, if somebody comes, I, I, I'm still just searching. If you've got a song, you come right on. I wouldn't ever, ever overstep Grandpa, but... Um, if you've got a song, you come right on. I'd love to hear somebody sing. And uh, if, if not, we'll just we'll look to the scripture and, and maybe we can just quote what we're looking for. I was, I was hoping Grandma might sing. You pray for her. appreciate that and, and uh, say amen to it and uh, I don't always do this feel like I feel like I can tonight if I could give you a title of, of maybe or a text of what I would preach it would be I want my life to count for Jesus 
And I want to live a life that uh, doesn't boast in, in my name, Brother Lee, but I want it to show somebody to the Lord. And uh, I love getting together and, and doing natural things. I think we've all got something that we love in this life, uh, but I'd, I'd do away with all of it if it meant I got to come to church. And uh, you can love the Lord that way, and, and maybe your life is counted for other things. You've maybe got a, a nice job and a, and a good name, and the Bible says a good name, its price is, is far above rubies. And uh, I'll say my name, it's been sinful before. Uh, it's, I've done things wrong in the past. But when I married the Lord Jesus Christ, brand new, I took his name. And he's got a name that its, it's price is far above any ruby or diamond you could ever acquire in this world. Uh, but if you want to read with me, I've got two places that I want to read, and the first is the 35th chapter of the book of Numbers, and that's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, uh, right towards the beginning of, of the Bible, and if you want to mark the other spot, it would be 1 Corinthians in the 15th chapter, and as I began to, to sit there, God, he first put that 1 Corinthians on my heart, and uh, but I, I feel like reading uh, just a few verses out of Numbers and and a few months ago, God blessed me to read through the book of Numbers, and, and I'm telling you, it, it blessed me, and don't hear a lot of preaching out of Numbers, and uh, the book of Numbers is exactly what the title is, the, the children that came out of Egypt, they began to number themselves, God said, I want you to count every one, and there were some very specific names and households that were mentioned there, and uh, although my name may not be written down uh, in the King James Version Bible, uh, the song Taylor sang tonight, page 346, that's become one of my favorites. I know my name is there. My name was wrote down in the Lamb's Book of Life uh, just right here as, as a six-year-old boy. And uh, I got up and they said, how do you feel? I said, I got it. And they said, are you sure? I said, there's no doubt in me that I got it. And, and I actually, I'll, I'll share just a little and we'll, we'll, we'll read some scripture uh, that night, you all have heard me tell it, I was about maybe where Jordan and Cooper and Solly was, and I wasn't quite as tall as I am now, but uh, just as a six-year-old boy, conviction set in my heart, and God began to show me what I needed and who I was, and I was embarrassed, and, and, and I really, the Bible calls it contrition, that rose up in me, I had remorse, and I couldn't quit crying, I, I was so embarrassed, I laid down on the front bench and tried to cover my tears and cover my eyes. But when uh, invitation came and we stood up, uh, I came to the altar. Dad asked me to come, and, and I eventually uh, did come to the altar. And I prayed the first time. I tried to promise God a lot of different things. And I tried to tell Him I'd be a better boy. That was important to me. I, I didn't like when I let Mom and Dad down, Neil. I didn't like when they were disappointed in me. And they would tell me when I did wrong, and, and that's important. But I remember I promised them a lot of things, and, and I prayed and, and uh, lifted my head up, and Grandpa was around me, and Grandma and the church had gathered around me. And the devil, he tried to tell me, he said, nobody will pray with you. And, and maybe he's told you, they say, nobody cares if you're lost or saved. I want you to know that's a lie tonight. I've got some burdens that are here tonight I'd like to see get saved. I'd like to see some, somebody come and step into the right side of eternity but I rose up and Grandpa said, how do you feel? And, it, and in the, the words of a six-year-old, I, I said, I don't feel any better, Papa. I said, I don't feel any change. He said, well, he said, you just turn it over to God. He'll take care of it. And I prayed again. And the second time, I didn't promise God anything. Brent, I believe I said, God save me. I think maybe about ten times. But I said it out of my heart one time. And God heard me and He saved me. And you can have the same thing. And so I won't be long. I, I, I want to read... Um, let me look here. In the 35th chapter of Numbers, it says, uh, let me read from uh, uh, verse number 31 in the 35th chapter. And this is talking uh, about when somebody committed murder, what you were supposed to do to, to treat that and how you were supposed to react. It says, moreover, ye shall take no satisfaction for the life of a murderer, which is guilty of death, but he shall surely be put to death. And ye shall take no satisfaction for him that is fled to the city of his refuge, that he should come again to dwell in the land until the death of the priest. So listen, verse 33. So ye shall not pollute the land 
wherein ye are. Now listen real close. For blood it defileth the land, and the land cannot be cleansed of the blood that is shed therein, but by the blood of him that shed it. So let me sum that up maybe the way we would say it today. As if a man came and rose up and slew his brother, maybe the way that uh, Cain killed Abel. And, and I want to talk about that in just a moment. His, the blood that uh, he spilled there, it defiled the land because of the action that was done. And I want to say in my own life where sin was at, I had committed spiritual murder. You can say it that way. I was uh, guilty of nailing Jesus to the cross. And, and when sin comes in, you and I are both guilty. And you say, preacher, you ought not point fingers. And you've heard it. You point a finger. You've got three coming back at you. And I'll say that's the way it is. I, I don't tell people that they've got sin because I think I'm above sin. I tell them they've got sin so they can come to the Savior that saved me. And so uh, they said if a man would rise up against his brother and take his life, it said the land would be defiled there. And if I asked you, even the children in the church, who was the first one to commit murder uh, ever uh, and I'm speaking naturally we know that Adam uh, ate of that fruit and so did Eve and it said the devil uh, had told them the day you eat of that fruit he lied to him he said you shall not surely die uh, but God had told him he said the day that you sin you shall surely die and so Adam uh, he took of the fruit after the woman in the transgression and there it said that death came and they realized their nakedness I want you to see him. He told the church over there at Laodicea uh, by John the Revelator. He said, you realize not uh, that you're cold and poor and wretched and miserable and blind and what's the last one? And naked. Uh, but he said, I counsel thee to buy gold of me uh, tried in the fire. He said, I've got raiment for you to put on. And when God called out Adam's name, he said, Adam, oh, where are you? He said, I hid myself for I was naked. He said, who told you that you were in that state? He said, the woman ate of the fruit and the woman passed it on to the old devil. I'm telling you today, you won't ever come into the grace of God until you realize you're a sinner for yourself. And when God showed me I was a sinner, He said, you can stay in that place. He said, but you don't have to. By the grace of my Son, I gave him to die or that you could have life and have it more abundant and today I'm no longer dead in the trespasses and sin but I'm alive not by my own deeds but I'm alive in Christ Jesus. And so they said the only way to cleanse the land was to take the life of the man that had committed murder. It was a life for a life. And people argue about it today. But I'll just say I believe there are some things that are so heinous, that are so evil, that a man forsakes and gives up his right to life. And you can argue with me, but I believe it's Scripture. I believe it's Bible. But I want you to see him. Uh, that land, uh, maybe uh, Adam and Eve were living close to Canaan, uh, maybe right outside of Eden. And here come uh, Cain and Abel. Let me tell this a little of the story. And surely you know him. Oh, but God, He told him, You need sacrifice. He said, Bring it on in. And there uh, on the altar, uh, here came uh, Abel. And it said he brought a little lamb. He'd been listening to what God was trying to tell him. Uh, that was the second sacrifice ever given him of the first one it said God killed a lamb and made some skins of clothing for Adam and Eve but now death had come into the world and there and so but Cain he didn't bring the right kind of offering he brought his own fruitful good works I'll say today your good works are a stench to the nose of God they won't get you anywhere and Neil I'm talking about both of y'all do it that way. Oh, you know, the more I study of the Bible about living holy and living righteous, the more I realize I'm just an old sinner saved by the grace of God. And I've got good news. You can be saved today. And if He's calling to you, don't put it off. 
Oh, but God accepted an offering. I want to, I want to say this today. There's a right offering you've got to give to God. It's got to be the blood way. And throughout the Bible, you can trace that trail of blood. Oh, but there's a time it stopped. Oh, there was a little Jewish man named that was born back in Bethlehem. Oh, born in a stable. Oh, rejected at the end. Oh, and he went in just one time and gave his blood for the sin of the world forever and no more killing of the animals. Oh, but now God gave his son to cover your sin. Oh, but preacher, what about us? Oh, what can I do? Oh, come and accept the good gift that God's given to you. Oh, but let me show you there. Like Cain got jealous. God rejected him of the offering of Cain. And let me show down. If you've got jealousy against your brother, if you've got jealousy against your sister, let me let me pastor preach to you just for a moment. I'm not your pastor, never could be. Oh, but watch. The Bible says if when you come to the altar to give your gifts, if you've got an odd against your brother, it said leave your gifts on the altar and go to him and make it right. And that way you can worship together. I'm tired of the old of things that have happened years ago. Holding us back from worshiping together. Make it right and forgive and move on. Oh, it's time. Oh, and I believe if the older generation I will put away of the grudges and the old things, you know what will happen? It's just like when they brought the woman that was caught in the act of adultery. And they said that Moses' law says we ought to stone her. What does Jesus say? And it said he sat quiet. Oh, but Jesus eventually said he without sin cast the first stone. Oh, but watch what happened. They began to drop the stones. Oh, but it said from the elders all the way down to the youngest one and then they left oh and here's the good part my friend he looked up and said where are thine accusers and she said I have none oh listen to what he said neither do I accuse thee he said but listen he saved her and he gave her a commission he said go and sin no more it's time the church rises up and does what's right Oh, but let me show you. Cain got jealous of his brother and rose up in the field and killed him. And God sold all. I believe they knew what happened. He was the first murderer. Oh, but I want you to see him. It didn't just pollute the land there that was known as Eden. It polluted the whole world. And even from Adam's sin, that sin covered the whole world because of the blood. Oh, goodness. You know what it says? It's says that Abel's blood cried up from the ground as a testimony. Oh, but now let me go forward into 1 Corinthians and tell you how it comes together. Oh, but listen, let me read from maybe verse 12 and we'll go down. I maybe skip a few verses, but watch. It says, Now if Christ be preached that He rose from the dead, how say among you, how is there some among you that say there is no resurrection of the dead? but watch, but if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? And you know what it says it both ways, it amazes me, how people today are denying the resurrection of the body, but I want to tell you, I've got another resurrection coming, because I took part in the first one, Jesus resurrected me out of my dead sleep, out of the lamb that was polluted, but how'd you get there? It's all by the blood of my Savior. It's the only way I could ever make it. Oh, come down with me to verse 16 and we'll read through 21. And it says, For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised. And in this paragraph, in this section, it was a creed that they would memorize. We'd do good to memorize a little more Scripture. We'd do better to get in God's Word a little bit more. Oh, but watch what happens. He said, some say that the dead won't rise. He said, if that's true, Christ never rose. Oh, but then it goes on. It says, if Christ is not risen, you and I are not risen. I want you to know He addressed the church. He's not talking to lost people. He's talking to those that are already saved. He's talking about a resurrection that is to come. And one of these days, whether I'm alive or I'm asleep, that trumpet's going to blow. 
home and God's going to gather his children home and I've heard some beautiful music but I've never heard a story I've never heard a horn like that one it'll cover the whole earth his gospel has covered it all and by his blood you can be forgiven oh my goodness what I've got to get to where the meat's at verse 21 Remember, Cain was the first murderer. Oh, but Adam had sinned. Uh, Cain was also a type of the first Adam. And in this paragraph, in this spot, it talks about the first Adam and the last Adam. Did you know the Bible calls Adam the Son of God? It was His creation. I believe He formed Him. And uh, there's people today that say it's just an allegory. It's just a story about uh, something that happened to to give us uh, maybe an idea of what happened. Uh, my friend I believe when God put Adam in the garden there was a literal garden called Eden I believe when he formed him he took real dirt and dust and made him oh but here's the good part he was laying there like a dead man he was laying there just an old body uh, worn out oh but then it said God breathed uh, the breath of life into his nostrils oh when that happens my friend you can breathe and step into eternity and know that God is good just like what grandma was saying about him. Oh, but verse number 21, for since by man came death. Do you, do you see that? You know why death came is because of you and me. This whole flesh you're looking at, you could put my name in there. Uh, you could have put your name in there. And I like what Denny preached. You'll get help out of the Bible when you see yourself in the story. I like when God lets me see it that way. When He breathes down on it and I can get something to eat. I can get uh, something fresh off of it. Of a watch. Of for since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. And so we've got a polluted land. And we've got man that sinned. Oh, and it said the only way that it could ever be undone, that it could ever be satisfying, that the blood there in the land would stop and it would no longer be polluted was by the blood of the man that had murdered him. And you say, preacher, surely you can't preach Christ out of that. Oh, but watch what happened. Jesus, He took on sinful flesh. He took your sin and placed it upon Himself. And there, outside of the garden, the blood of Abel cried out. And the whole world was considered polluted. It was dead and in sin. Oh, but then this man named Jesus, do you remember? He came to the disciples. He said, pray and watch. And you and I ought to be doing the same today. Oh, watching and praying. Oh, oh, but here he said, I must go a little farther. He went on a little deeper. He went to a place you and I couldn't go and there as he prayed in the garden he said his sweat became as great drops of blood and it fell on the ground and by his blood you and I can be cleansed and set free in the new life that's enough preaching Taylor get us a song Uh, somebody today do you see it his blood covered it all his blood gives atonement his blood sets you free if you're bound up, if you're held back, if you say, preach, I don't understand. I'm telling you about a little lamb named Jesus that gave his blood to cover your sin and it covered all the way back to Adam. And I've got good news. It's still flowing down today and you can get it and you can be saved. Saying, whenever you're ready, stand with us, church. If you need to be saved, if you're lost, you better be in a hurry. You better hurry. Uh, don't wait. Time's running out. Oh, uh, preacher, I've heard it all. Oh, uh, but I'm telling you today, my friend, on uh, one of these days, he's coming. He's on his way. And you better be ready. Oh, his blood cried out. Oh, he took the place of the murderer. Oh, that was me. Oh, what a beautiful story. Where I deserve to die. He said, I'll go and take the curse. Cursed is every man that hangeth on a tree. That was my place. He said, I'll go. I'm preaching Jesus to you. Oh, you've got to come. By man came death. By man came the resurrection. Oh, I want you to see that he had to rise to give you justification. He 
had to rise to save you. Oh, and in his resurrection, I'm there. I'm resurrected with him. Have you been washed? Are you clean because of him? If you don't have the Lord, you're dirty and in sin, needing to be forgiven. Come tonight. Why would you wait? Why would you tarry? Oh, don't wait to figure it out. God's got to figure it out. He's got to figure it out. Oh, do you see how the implications of the Old Testament come in and the New Testament fulfilled everything that happened? Oh, and, and there's a lot of Jews today. They're still waiting on the Messiah. Oh, but Jesus fulfilled everything to a jot and to a tittle. You can say it this way. He dotted His eyes and He crossed His T's. Oh, but you see, if, if Jesus would have died and wouldn't have resurrected, what does that mean for you and I? You know what it means? We'd be of all men lost and most miserable and the Bible says that if you read uh, in the first that 15th chapter it says if we if he is not risen our preaching is in vain my God you can stop right there Jeremy if we've not heard the preaching of Terry Brock uh, for the last 50 years if we've not heard of those gone on before us of the Newports and the Smiths uh, all those men uh, guess what they've all gone on uh, to be with the Lord uh, but watch it's not the man of God God, it's the God of man that counts. One day, they'll lay me in a grave if He don't come back. Oh, but I've got good news for Him. I'm not going to stay there. Oh, preacher, how could you say such a thing? Oh, there are people saying there's no resurrection of the dead. Oh, but I've got good news. Oh, Jesus got up. I'm getting up when He comes because I'm saved today. Oh, but we, he died. If he would have stayed there, you'd still be lost in your sins. Oh, I would be. Oh, but death came by man. So much the resurrection come by man. Um, let me preach this a little doctrine and we'll give more invitation. People are saying it's all spiritual. Uh, it's just something inside. Oh, but I believe we'll follow the pattern that Jesus followed. I believe when He got up, oh, you know what Paul said? He said, I'm crucified with Christ. You know why I'm alive and no longer living in polluted land? Uh, because I died with Him. He said, but guess what? I resurrected with Him because I died with Him. He said, now I live, but not me really. Uh, Jesus is alive uh, down in me. And because of Him, I can go to heaven. And you can too. Oh, but Jesus, He resurrected Him. And He showed Him. He appeared to the few. He appeared to the twelve. He appeared to over 500. You can't put it away. The evidence is too strong. And if you didn't have any of that, I'd say, what happened down on the inside of me? Oh, when I knelt down at an altar and He forgave me of my sin. Oh, but He went in. He said, I'm not just a spirit. Oh, it puts it away. Oh, these people denying the resurrection. It says don't listen to them. They're heretics. I put it away. Oh, but watch. He said give me fish to eat. And he ate in front of them. He got up in a body to defeat the sin of this body. And when he resurrected, the land is now no longer polluted. But the question comes down, what will you do with Jesus? What will you do with this man that died? On your behalf. Oh, I love it. The good invitation songs. You've got to be washed in the blood. Are you washed in the blood? Oh, Taylor, get us another verse. You sing. Grandpa, come help us tonight. If you would, come stand with us. Uh, I feel like doing this. Come stand right here with me. If you need to be saved, you've got at least two that will pray with you. You've got, you've got folks waiting on you to say, Oh, I'll pray with you. Oh, the church won't leave you alone. Oh, but the church will gather around you and we'll pray for you. You can be saved tonight. Oh, you'll sleep better. Oh, you'll feel better. But most importantly, you'll be better. You'll be alive because of Jesus. Come tonight in hurry. Please obey the Lord.
trust him tonight. What's good preaching? Man's got a great problem, and Jesus is answering the solution and the rescue from that problem. Yeah. He preached about the blood tonight. Now, if you, if you die without the blood, what happens? You go to a place called hell. Amen. Hell's real. I, I had this scripture on my heart, uh, I believe right now is when God wanted me to use it. It's uh, in the 14th chapter of the book of Isaiah in verse 9. I want to read at least part of the verse. Hell is the first word in the verse. Hell from beneath is moved for thee to meet thee at thy coming. It stirreth up the dead for thee. I'm telling you what, now, two things, two points I want to make, and I'm going to ask them to sing again. If you're lost, you're on the way to hell, and hell's coming after you. It's coming to get you. Uh, if you die and you don't get saved, you will lift up your eyes in hell. Uh, the rich man, you uh, heard the story of Lazarus and the rich man. Uh, Lazarus died and angels carried him to Abraham's bosom. But the rich man died in hell. He lifted up his eyes being in torments. And the Bible said, talking about hell, it's a, way, a place where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. Folks, hell's real. And this is real preaching tonight. This is powerful Holy Ghost preaching. And uh, we all are sinners. Uh, but I praise God that by the grace of God, we can all be saved by the grace of God. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. So two things I want to say. If you're lost and you keep going that way and you die that way, you go to hell. <clears throat> but now, to us that are saved, uh, what's that scripture mean to us, preacher? I've, uh, I've escaped hell. I'm not going to hell. We surely have if we're saved. But listen, I've got friends and loved ones that's lost. I can do a little something to help them. I can't save them. But I can be a light to them. I can be a testimony to them, Brent. I can be an inspiration. See, God uses the church to reach out to the lost. If you're here tonight and you're saved and you're not just where you need to be, you don't have to be an outlaw. Come and pray tonight. Come on, Brother Glenn. Come and pray tonight. Sing us another song. And folks that wants to pray with Brother Glenn, come on. Boy, I appreciate you. I appreciate him tonight. While the church prays and while the church sings, I'd like to ask you tonight to obey the Lord. Please come tonight. I'd like for you to go to heaven with me. But if you don't get saved, you can't go. Listen tonight. I'd like for you to go to heaven with me. I'm going. Well, preacher, are you good enough to go? No, Terry Brock's not good enough to go, but Jesus Christ that lives in my soul is good enough to take me. And I'm going because I'm in him and he's in me. I'm saved by his grace, washed in the blood. I appreciate Brother Glenn coming. Just stay right there. We'll be back in a minute. But I believe there's some more need to come. You know what it takes for you to start to the altar? As God's troubling you and moving in your life and heart, one step will start you to the altar. One step. Take that step and come on. Why not? If you come to the altar and don't get satisfied, no problem. You haven't lost anything. Just go back to your seat. I did that, son. Nobody try to force you to join church or give a testimony. Not here. Between you and the Lord. If you feel lost, and if, let me say it this way. If you just have an inkling, just a smidgen of an idea that God's calling you, come and see. Come and see. There's great power here tonight. Please obey the Lord. Please come. Please come. Would you come tonight? Come on. Come on. Well, I'm going to heaven. I'm glad. I'd like you to go too. If you get saved, I'll be glad. Boy, I'll be glad, so glad. Words can't express it. Shake Brother Glenn, thank the Lord for him. I won't let him say what's on his heart. I come to the uh, altar of repentance because I uh, 
for the last couple of months, I haven't been following the Lord. And the, the sermon he had this morning, the Lord told me to come up here then, and I couldn't do it. Bless you. And then he spoke about when you go home, you'll regret it, and I did. Bless you. And I ran back to the church and talked to the pastor and said I was supposed to come up to the altar, and I didn't. But uh, there's there's other things, too. I'm, I'm grateful for this church, and I've never told the church that. They bless, you, they bless me all the hey, time. Amen. Yeah. And, uh, I'm just, a lot of things that I haven't done and I haven't stepped out with. Uh, I need to try a little harder. Amen. Yeah. Grateful for the church hey, and for everybody in it. Yeah. And I'm going to try to obey the Lord more than I have been. Amen. I've just been... Uh, just haven't been listening to him and trying to live in, in this world and, and not counting on him. And it, it doesn't work. It hasn't Amen. worked. And he brings you down low to let you know, and that's where I'm at. Amen. Well, I appreciate Glenn. Let's give him an applause. Well, I appreciate it. Thank the Lord for Brother Glenn. Thank the Lord for that gospel preaching. And I, that stirred my heart. What Glenn said, that, that moved my heart, stirred me. Uh, but God stirred my heart again this way. I believe we need to have at least one more song. Uh, somebody's need to come tonight. And my goodness, uh, why miss an opportunity like this? You know, I've used this illustration before. It may sound a little silly, but if there was a if there was a big truck that pulled up in the parking lot out there and it had boxes of solid gold bars in it, and somebody comes door and said, "Hey, so there's a big truck with solid gold bars in it, probably about a million dollars a box, and uh, anybody wants one, come get one." Well, I don't know about you, but if I believed it and I saw it, I'd probably say, well, I might ought to take my box of gold bars. I might ought to get my million dollars. Be kind of foolish to let that go by. But one time when I was a 12-year-old boy, there was an offer came by, beat that 10 million, trillion, zillion times. God gave me an offer. It's so far ahead of a box of gold bullion that uh, you couldn't compare it in any way. The gold's going to melt and burn up after a while. That natural gold. But I got some gold in my soul that's going to live on eternity. You can have it. I'm rich beyond measure. Praise God. While we sing this song, you examine your own heart. And if you need to come and repent and get closer to the Lord, do that. If you need to come and get saved, do that. If you need to come and seek the Lord, come. Boy, Glenn's blessed me and helped me by his testimony, his mood. He moved good and God blessed him. And he, he acknowledged, you know what I said this morning, if you go away and don't, don't follow the Lord, you'll regret it when you go home. I've done that. I've done that more than once, I'm sad to say. But all the times that I obeyed the Lord, when I went home, I said, Oh, thank you, God, for helping me do that. You sleep good tonight. Amen. Please obey the Lord. Somebody needs to come. Come on. And another opportunity is not the right choice to make. There's times I put it off and put it off. And as soon as I got saved, I said, I wish I would have went the very first time God ever called me. And right now, you'll have an opportunity. You better come before God cuts off your opportunity. Don't wait. Don't wait. He's made every preparation. He's done it all just for you and just for me. Oh, that's good, good spiritual singing. Oh, but don't miss the chance God's given you. He said, come and let us reason together. Come talk it over with the Lord. He knows all about you. He already knows everything you've done. He don't need a, a list of your sin. He just wants you to come and confess that He's Lord and He can save you and He'll do it. Please don't wait. Don't wait. Don't put it off. Nobody's going to laugh at you. Nobody's going to point at you and mock. We'll gather around you with tears and pray that God save you. You better come while God's speaking. Well, once again, I, I appreciate this service and appreciate the singing, the preaching, the power of God, God calling. Uh, you know, God's answered some prayers tonight. We appreciate Glenn coming. That's answered a prayer. People following the Lord, that's answered a prayer. 
but, but even God speaking to people's hearts, and I'm, I'm just sure he's done that. Now, that's an answer to prayer. And I appreciate when God's calling and moving powerfully and, uh, like he has tonight and bless my heart. And I'm glad for this crowd that's here. We got a, got a great Sunday night crowd. Anything on anybody's heart tonight? Something you need to say or do before we uh, close uh, the worship? Well, this is great to be here. God is so good to us. All right, now this is, I'm going to say this, and we'll uh, have a partial dismissal here in a little bit. Uh, this is our uh, business meeting time. This is uh, uh, our first Sunday in the month, and Sunday night service, we have business meeting. And uh, so, in just a little bit, we'll be dismissed out of our worship service, and, and uh, uh, but we'll maybe have a verse of song in just a little bit, the way we used to do. And we're not going to have our deacons dismiss everybody row by row because some people stayed, some are leaving, probably as, as per usual. But if you need to leave or want to leave uh, while this song, verse of song is being sung, you have that privilege just to kind of ease out and give yourself some space and some distance and everybody else. And, uh, you, can, you can exit, no problem. It's okay if you do that. Everybody that wants to stay, 